Good morning, God. Everyone else, welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and this is a daily podcast. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Marilyn. Um, We went out last night. We had a really nice time. What a sweetheart. She drove and we just had a good time. Um, God bless her. She's got a lot of interest in some of her literary work. So we're going to pray for her. And everything is in God's time, right? Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday and let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own. So take our hand and hold it tight for we can't walk alone. Amen. And the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Okay, let's get ready to learn from In Touch Magazine. It's talking about a Christ-centered confidence. You can build confidence in God. You can build your confidence. It grows the more that we meditate on his word the more we know who he is, the more we draw near to him through prayer. Confidently trusting the Lord brings many blessings, such as spiritual growth. Relying on God means that we respond to difficulties by seeking him for guidance and strength. And in turn, we experience the Holy Spirit's presence, provision, and power, and as a result, spiritual growth. Listeners, we'll be capable of accomplishments far better than we ever imagined when our assurance comes from the Lord. When we confidently trust the Lord, we get many blessings like peace. When our security rests in God, and we show conviction about his promises, peace follows. Isaiah 26 verse three says, the steadfast of mind you will keep in perfect peace 
because he trusts in you. Our calm demeanor will waver, however, when we mix trusting him with relying on ourselves. Confidently trusting the Lord brings many blessings, such as influence. Others will take notice when they observe that God inspired our confidence. And as they see us achieve something unexpected or something grow spiritually or exhibit inner peace, they will want to have what we have, listeners. Then hopefully we can inspire them to know the Savior as well. Your actions reveal self-reliance in Christ and the Lord is worthy of our trust. Take the steps you need to take to deepen your belief in him. Amen. There is a positive power of confidence. Paul in the Bible was a confident man. Before his salvation, the apostle's self-assured attitude came from trusting in his credentials, his background, his education, and position. However, his encounter with the Lord is what led him to realize that these things were of little worth. So what was then the source of his boldness was his positive relationship with Jesus that formed the new foundation for his very existence. He not only recognized the inadequacy of everything that he had previously relied upon, his knowledge, his achievement, his authority, he also relinquished any notion of living independently of the Lord. The apostle lived his life through reliance upon God. And listeners, that is how we have to live our life, through reliance upon God. Read Galatians chapter 2. Because of Paul's unwavering trust in the Lord, he believed God's promises to strengthen and equip him to guide him in every situation, to meet all his needs and never leave him. Paul took the Lord at his word and was empowered to meet adversity with boldness. His confidence was not in himself, but in God's presence, in God's provision, and in God's power. So therefore, it remained strong. We have to be confident followers of Christ. It is who we are. It is what we believe about ourselves. It is what strengths and abilities we have that matter. Developing a wholehearted trust and reliance on Jesus is what brings about confidence. There is a positive power of confidence. I think I'm going to name the podcast that. 
positive power of confidence. Stay right there, listeners. Keep your confidence and know I'll be right back. Listeners, I'd like you to consider this. God is nearer to us than our own heart. His Holy Spirit dwells in the deepest part of our being. So why do we sometimes feel as though he's far away? In the Bible, we find many promises such as, call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Jeremiah chapter 29. Seek the Lord your God and you will find him. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Cry for help and God will say, here I am. Isaiah chapter 58. The Lord said again and again that he would be with us. So perhaps today you don't need to pray for his nearness, but for help in perceiving how close he already is. For the blessing of being fully present with him, even in just a few minutes, right where you are. Start small and seek God today. For the blessing of being fully present with him, even for just a few minutes, right where you are. our gift. Amen. I think that you'll like this. It's from the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible. It says the dark moments of our life will last only so long as is necessary for God to accomplish his purpose in us. 1 Sam chapter 30. If you want God's best for your life and desire to be used by him at some point, you will have to travel the road of adversity. And this means that God can and will use adversity in your life for a good purpose. And yet, sadly, many people view adversity as only negative and defeating. Yet you don't have to be among them. God has designed adversity regardless of its source to become a turning point from which you take your greatest leaps forward in spiritual growth. He allows adversity to remain in your life only until he accomplishes his purpose in you. He will not keep it in your life one second longer than is necessary. Amen. Some people are almost wiped out by trials while others learn to stand in the confidence of God's faithfulness. The latter have an overwhelming sense of stability and immovable strength. They weather the storms. They keep their heads held high. They're confident, they're bold, and they do not discourage by any obstacle that comes along their way. They feel absolutely certain that God is going to see them through the heartache and bring them out 
whole, joyful, and more mature on the other side. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Adversity also shows us where we stand in our faith. Do we doubt God or do we thank him for his faithfulness during the stressful, heart-wrenching times? Do we trust that he will never leave or forsake us? Adversity is God's most accurate measure of our faith. It reveals our endurance level. None of us knows how much difficulty we can withstand until we are tried. Isn't that the truth? Right now, right where you are, remember this, listeners. God has put a limit on all adversity. Because you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit is living inside of you and he knows how much you can bear. The psalmist said, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our our frame. Excuse me. He remembers that we are dust. When we learn and mature in the midst of tremendous adversity, God is pleased because he sees his purpose being fulfilled in us. We are growing spiritually. We're becoming stronger in areas of weakness and increasingly being conformed to the likeness of Christ. God is thrilled, listeners, when we respond correctly to adversity. Amen. Remember, adversity shows us where we stand in our faith. There are three principles that we can learn when we face adversity. One is adversity is God's choice tool for building godly spiritual character into our lives. Two, adversity usually comes in the areas where we feel the most confident. Three, God's ultimate design is to conform us to the likeness of Jesus. Until we experience heartache, disappointment, and pain, we are not properly equipped for service. And that's from 2 Corinthians 1. He uses adversity to mold and shape us. He does not bring it into our lives without purpose. God wants to break us of the idea that we are sufficient on our own. Let me repeat that. God wants to break us of the idea that we are sufficient on our own. He made us for a loving, intimate relationship with himself. And he uses adversity, listeners, to remind us of the fact that we are indeed dependent upon him. 
Through adversity, God develops the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in us. Through adversity, God develops the fruit of the Spirit. God also accomplishes several goals in our lives by allowing suffering and heartache. You have to admit, listeners, that adversity gets our attention, reveals our weaknesses and strengths, mm -hmm, increases our aversion to sin, demonstrates his faithfulness, strengthens our faith, removes our pride and self-centeredness, prepares us for future service, enables us to comfort others who are facing adversity. So through adversity, God is molding you into a mature and effective servant. And when you know Christ as your Savior, God sees you as a saint. Sometimes struggling, sometimes falling, but always justified, redeemed, forgiven, and reconciled to him. He sees a person full of his unconditional love, indwelt by his presence, sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, whose name is definitely written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He also sees all of your potential, all the good you could accomplish for his kingdom. So take comfort, listeners. Adversity won't take up permanent resident in residence in your life. But when it's present, it can develop good things if you're willing to trust the Lord. Therefore, no matter what dark moments you may walk through, be confident that he is going to bring you into the light. And when he does, oof, it will certainly be worth it. God allows adversity to mold and shape you. Amen. Back in a moment. Whisper to us, Lord, whisper right into our ear. Know this, I love you unconditionally without end. You may be surrounded by people who cause you deep distress, making you feel alone and unloved, but I am here. The painful feelings of worthlessness are not the truth about you. I determine your value 
and you are wonderfully made, created to bring me glory. You don't have to be perfect. You don't need to please the world. You need only please me by seeking me with all your heart. Don't believe the lies that others say. Don't allow wounds that have no place or validity in your life. You belong to me, and I hold you within my everlasting arms. I love you and accept you. I enable you to do all that I've created you to do. I dwell within you, and I am always a ready help in times of trouble, especially when your heart is breaking. You can overcome the feelings that are causing you to sink into despair by believing the truth that I've told you. I have assured you through my promises that I will make you worthy. I will make you accepted and able to do all things through me. I am the one who gives your life purpose. And in my eyes, you are more than worthy. I will be your comfort. I will hold you. When you are empty, yet filled with sorrow, know that you are held. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your words. Psalm 27, verse 10. The Lord will hold me close. And from Pray More. Fear of abandonment. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16. At my first defense, no one supported me, but all deserted me. May it not be counted against them. When someone we love abandons us, we might turn so far inward that it's difficult to find the way out. But putting our trust in Christ will give us courage to close that yawning pit of despair before we fall into it. God has given us the choice to either feel abandoned in a crowded room or cheerful in an empty house. The world Jesus came to save abandoned him. And Paul's helpers in Asia left him to preach by himself. Jesus asked God to forgive those who crucified him. Paul prayed that it not be counted against those who deserted him. Can we emulate Jesus and Paul when others forsake us?
Remember, healing begins with forgiveness. People will abandon us because we are all flawed sinners saved by grace. But the Lord will not desert us. He is only a prayer away. Pray with me. Oh Lord, our God, we take comfort in your promise that you will not abandon your people, nor will you forsake your inheritance. Amen. Love it, love it, loving it. Love to pray. Love to hear the word of God. Love each new day that God gives us. Another day to play. Another day to pray. Another day to sway. Another day that's more than okay. We love you, Lord. We thank you. Gaze up to heaven. Pray with me. Lord, all I ask is that you keep me alert today, even in the midst of pressure, with a full schedule, and through unrelenting pain. As you have said, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. So guard me against his attacks. Shield my thoughts and my emotions from his lies and deceptions. Thank you, Lord, for your presence is the very center of my being. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. And Lord Jesus, I do run to you right now because I've had enough trying to hide. As best that I know how, I open my life, my thoughts, my words, and my actions. Forgive me and heal me, I pray. And I pray because I need you more today than ever. Amen. Listeners, it's been amazing. The numbers are large, 14,760-something. It is just God working miracles in our lives, loading us up, bringing us in, I promise to look at the demographics later so we can get some more statistics. I know they get you excited, but you know they send me to the moon. (laughs) Have a blessed day. Don't forget, please be kind to another person. Each one, reach one. Let's start the trend. Let's make it a habit. God loves you. I love you.
Bye for now.